0: Now listen, very excitingly in about 5-10 minutes time I'm going to be talking to a very clever man about dreams, about how important your dreams are. Now we're not talking about your aspirations and your hopes for the future. We are talking about the sort of dreams when you nod off and all those funny things come into your head. Now I'm going to find out why having them is actually good for you and of course what they mean because dreams are apparently all about you. So what I want you to do, if you if you've got a recurring dream if you've had it two or three times or even 10 or 20 times just get in touch and let us know the bare bones of what that recurring dream is and i'll be chatting to my very special guest as i said in a couple of ticks time what's your recurring dream i might be able to sort right out what's going on in your brain BBC Radio Manchester 10.15, it's Sunday night and I'm Sam Walker, hello. So then, apparently when we go to bed at night, or the afternoon if you're a bit of a night worker like I used to be, you fall asleep, head hits the pillow, into the land of nod and you have a dream. Now... Apparently all the dreams you have are all about yourself. They might be about something you think, something you want, you wish, you hear, see, or experience. Now the key apparently to having a rich dream life is to learn how to wake up slowly. So you can prolong contact with your subconscious minds. But you know, frankly, if you're anything like me, the second you wake up the alarm's going off, you nudge your partner, you start thinking about everything you've got to do that day, you've got to take the cat to the vets, mend the cup, and that's it. Your dream life is completely and utterly finished. So uh, completely forget about all the dreams you've had the night before. But why would you want to remember your dreams? Now, Mark Pritchard is British author of A Course in Astral Travel and Dreams, and he joins me now to tell you why. Good evening, Mark. How are you?
1: Good evening, sir. I'm fine, thanks.
0: Marvellous. So, please tell me, sir, what happens when we dream?
1: When we dream, we're basically uh, in our minds, mm. but without a body. And so we don't have the things um, of the ordinary world to pull us back to reality, if you like. So we live in a model of our um, subconscious, but uh, we also um, get in touch, you could say, or influenced by something from outside of ourselves. So sometimes we do get things or information from outside our own model. That's so it's
0: not all created by us, you're saying?
1: That's right. That's how we can have premonitions and things like that.
0: So... Can a person affect what they dream about by, say, food they eat or drugs they take or alcohol or by any other method? Because there is their old joke, isn't there? You know, you have a fantastic dream one night when you are married to George Clooney or Johnny Depp, you wake up, the alarm goes off and you think, no, I was having a perfect lifestyle. How can I get that back? But it never works like that. Can we ever influence what we dream about?
1: Well, we influence what we dream about all the time. Um, What goes on in our thoughts, in our... Um, emotions during the day, then it's played out at night. So we can influence it by looking into our thoughts and emotions during the day and, and changing them. So if we become a bit calmer, for, ex- for instance, mm. then we're going to have a bit of a calmer night. If we get agitated, if we get um, nervous, we got a job interview, whatever it is, it'll come out in our dreams at, at night as well.
0: So why do people sometimes repeat certain dreams over and over and over again? I mean, I have got um, a couple of examples for you. Um, But recurring dreams generally, what do they mean? Is it an issue within our lives that we need to, to look at and resolve? And if we resolve that, the dream will stop?
1: Well, an issue in our lives, sometimes it can be. But sometimes it's something that we need to learn. Right. And also something within ourselves that is very repetitive. So we can be going through the same kinds of emotions, same kinds of thoughts, and then uh, we we tend to dream similar dreams. But if we have the same dream, exactly the same dream, which some people have, and it's repeating it over and over, really, there's something we need to learn in that. Something we need to learn and then move on.
0: I mean, a couple of examples. I mean, I have a classic dream that happens all the time and I actually had it this afternoon. I had a bit of a snooze on the sofa and I had it this afternoon and basically it involves me going in to take my A-level history. And it's always history and it's always my A-level history, which I I did take. And I go in and as I sit down, I realise that I haven't done any revision. And I did work very hard for that exam, so that's not sort of, I'm not reenacting. And I go in, I go to take the A-level history. I've done no work for it. I realise this as I sit down in the exam. And I also remember that I haven't actually been to a history lesson for a year. So there's no way I'm gonna know anything in the paper. And I have that at least once a month, Mark. What on earth's going on there?
1: Well, you could say this is a school of life. You know, it's a Mm. common, the people say, school of life. So in this school of life, we we can have tests, if you like. Life tests us in many ways. And in those tests then, they they come out in dreams as sitting down and taking examinations. Right. And being tested. And how we prepare for that is how we prepare for um, events in life, for example, situations, and uh, the subject is also quite important. So history, mm. the past, you know, how it relates to that, your own past. And, and then you can sort of build the picture. You can start to say, well, what is there in my life that I'm not changing? What am I not getting quite right? And then if you can manage to find that, and it is a bit difficult at first, but if you if you manage to find that, you'll find, lo and behold, you're in that test. You've got your history exam <laughs> and you've prepared for it and you pass it and ah. you a grade, you know, A grade or whatever it is. You pass it. And that shows it's moving on in life.
0: So I've got to wait till I get that dream that I know I've got it right. That's right. I mean, I don't want to talk about specific dreams um, for much longer. But I did just get a very good one in, which I know a couple of my friends have suffered from. Um, Sally in Oldham got in touch and she said, Sam, I'm very happy with my current boyfriend, but for the last two months, I've been having recurring dreams about my ex. It's really starting to upset me. I don't want him back. What's he doing in my dreams?
1: Well, it depends on what he's doing in her subconscious. Because although in our minds, we can say, right, I, I, finish with that, want nothing to do with it, mm. in our subconscious, there can be all kinds of, of feelings that remain. And uh, what we need to do in a case like that, for example, is, is to look into the subconscious, look into little thoughts that appear in the in the day, little emotions, mm. you know, a little memory, and, and begin to see that, begin to uncover it. And then you find those images of the X can begin to disappear, but you've got to understand it, you've got to clear it from the subconscious for it to be able to disappear like that from a dream. Because the the dreams show us a lot about ourselves that we sometimes try to cover up, you know, and hide in many ways, but you can't hide it in a dream. It just appears, and, and there it is. You don't have any control, do you know? <laughs> That's right.
0: So we're talking, you know, you've pointed out that, okay, dreams are very important to us, and they can teach us a lot about things that are in our subconscious perhaps we don't want to admit. But there is that problem, isn't there, that you do, the alarm does go off, you wake up, you rush out, and then the next thing you know, you know, you're in the shower, you're running for the bus, you've forgotten your dreams. How can we make sure that we remember our dreams so we can learn from them?
1: It's having the intention to remember the dream in the morning when you wake up. Because as soon as we wake up, there's like a little program in our heads. It says, get up, work, shower, whatever it is, you know? Yeah. We've thought about that. It's become a routine for us. So we've got to kind of re-educate ourselves there and say, right, in the morning, I'm going to remember my dreams. And you can have a little diary there on the side of the bed. and, And when you wake up, just lie still. Don't move. Uh, okay, the alarm's gone off, hit it, but try and keep as still as you can, and then go back over the night's dreams, try to remember your dreams, and then when you, you've, you've got something, then you write it down in your diary. Then you start to think about your dreams. When you think about your dreams, you, you put it into that little program in the mind. You know, as it becomes part of your daily routine, then, and it's much easier.
0: So I guess it's like training for anything else. Once you actually start doing it and get into it, it then does become, you know, automatic.
1: That's right, exactly.
0: So keep the diary by the side of your bed. Make sure you write them down. And then, as suppose you'll start to see patterns and things will start to
1: emerge. Yes, you will. And keep the diary to yourself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will try. Take it to work. No, don't show everyone else. (laughs) So finally, Mark, why is it that some dreams cause such a physical reaction? I mean, I'm always amazed. I've woken up crying before. And then struggle to remember the dream to realize why I've been crying and it's, it's been something awful happening to a family member. Or I've woke up feeling euphoric because I've had a dream where, you know, I'm, I'm spectacularly successful and I'm, you know, moving to Rio to live on a beach and all the rest of it. How can dreams have such an effect on our physicality, really?
1: Because when we're there, we're really in the dream. It's our life. It's our life, right. Moment, and it becomes all encompassing. And sometimes it's so strong that it wakes us up. And uh, if that happens, you wake up out of your dream and you feel, oh, that was that was something, you know. Mm. Because when we are in a dream, it's it's like it's, it's the real world, you know. And and it's very very powerful.
0: So tips for a good dream life is to if you're having stressful dreams, you're stressed in your everyday life. So look for look for a way to calm yourself down
1: yes statistically more people have uh, unpleasant dreams than pleasant dreams yes so it applies to most people really to look into your life and begin to see what's going on in your your world of thoughts and emotions just see them during the day if you're afraid of uh, coming for a job interview for example mm. just look at that fear start to see it you, you uncover it then and you begin to get uh, an understanding about yourself and how you work and how you function and then you that has its effect in the dreams as well. You reduce your fear, reduce your anxiety, reduce anger and things like that. It reduces in the dreams. So it gives us not only a pleasant dream life, but a more pleasant daily life as well, if we keep going with it.
0: Overall, so they really do unlock all the secrets to where you could be going wrong.
1: Yes, uh, the dreams are like a window into our own mind. It's, It's incredible.
0: Mark Pritchard, author of A Course in Astral Travels and Dreams. Thank you very much indeed for coming on the show and sweet dreams tonight.
1: Thank you, Sam, Thank
0: you too. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye.